Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Threesome podcast. I'm Phil. Uh, I'm sat in my lounge. My wife is currently looking up what Christmas film she's going to watch at the other end of the lounge whilst I try and keep it down. Uh, I'm here with Mike. How are you, Mike? We are so rock and roll. Uh, yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Um, kind of brimming with lots of questions I have for both of you. Um, very few of them FPL related. <laughs> Great, great. Okay, Anthony, how are you? Yes, all good, mate. Uh, thank you. I can confirm I have the football on in my house and not a Christmas film in sight. Okay, the football in which I was hoping for, I've got two players left this week, Walker Peters and McCarthy, and unfortunately, I did see uh, that James Ward-Prowse had just done some volleyball and given Brighton a penalty, which they scored. Yeah, yeah. I, I have Spoiler the alert. same two players, Phil. Do you? Yeah, and it was an, it was an odd, I mean... Yeah, there aren't many things that I will happily sacrifice FPL points for, but seeing Ward Prask or Grumpy like that or Droopy Draws, I quite enjoyed. <laughs> Droopy Draws. It was it was a it was an odd handball. At first, mm. I thought it was a bit of a cooey, but actually, uh, it was a bit. Actually, if you if you watch it back, it's a bit. Oh, sir, I know, I know. He he pushes it up two or three times and then eventually mm. makes contact. Their way, yeah, it's a weird very one. very strange. Uh, how how are you? game weeks and boys the start of Esco uh, alphabetical and how how are you how was your game week well a week finally above average boys a pretty decent week so i'm currently sat on 77 points which is pretty decent and i've been kind of the opposite to you phil this season i've always had my captain wrong really by a couple of a couple of times i know you've always you've been propped up by your captain haven't you but i've always yeah. seemingly got it wrong but I finally got it right this week i had the Bruyne. He got the goal and an assist against Fulham. So he got 28. Um, Salah got 14. Cavalu in six. Vardy eight with that last minute winner against um, Sheffield United, which was again joyous to see. Chris Wilder on his knees. <laughs> Unlucky. Um, Zuma with eight. And I made two transfers this week, boys. So I actually started a minus four. Can you believe it? Blimey. But one of those transfers was a good one. I swapped my keepers around in the North London derby. So I had Leno, took him out. Brought in Larice, had a mini panic when I saw he was only 50% before the game, but he did play and he got me six points. Uh, my other transfer wasn't so wise. I took out um, Grealish as their game didn't go ahead and brought in Yotta of Liverpool, who then <laughs> got one point. So, uh, yeah, not so good, but I'm pretty chuffed for that. 77 is the most I've had for about five or six weeks. So it puts me back up to fourth, I think, in our league at the moment so all good so and that was two two transfers for you that's a real rarity yeah i mean as as we know i mean i kind of listened to what you said uh, last week about me being a tightwad when it came to transfer so i thought you know what i'm actually going to channel my inner mic and make one extra transfer Mm. Uh, and this has proven why i don't do it very often boys because it was rubbish well well talking of mike mike last week was making no transfers as we recorded the podcast Mm. well Uh, how was your week mike well i made just the four in the end uh, now, I should point out that had that game gone ahead, I would not have made any changes. I stand by that. Um, however, I just didn't have I didn't have the bench, so I had to make changes. Um, that or or you know go without you know a, a full squad going into the game week. So uh, I made four changes. I did okay, uh, sixty three points. But of course, um, I've still got McCarthy and Walker Peters playing at present. Um, but stand to, to, to have a haul of 63, sorry, 65, because I got Fafana to come off my bench. Um, so 65 points, um, so a net score of 53. Um, yeah, returns for, for Rhys James, for, for Mares, for De Bruyne, for Fernandes, for Calvert-Lewin and for Vardy. Um, yeah, it, it was one of those game weeks where 
all the big hitters seem to be getting points. You know, Kane, Son, Fernandez, Salah, uh, De Bruyne. That was a, yeah, all all those kind of big value players um, came came into form. So uh, whilst I yeah I wasn't too disappointed with my own week, watching all the games and seeing some of the other big names that I've I've shipped out of my team over various weeks um come back with big point hauls was was a little frustrating yeah no i can i can imagine that's gotta hurt what about yourself phil well uh obviously an interesting week for me um because uh you two decided to shaft me uh last last week any any listeners any listeners from last week um i apologize a that you had to listen because the audio was awful as was most of the content but um they might remember that uh, we, we played a little game um, because our punts didn't come off. So we played a little game uh, which was thrown upon me just before, just before we started, uh, which I lost, which meant that Mike and Ant conspired to get the power to pick my captain. Um, and I, I mentioned uh, I quite like them to go. Oh, and we'll cross over live to the Amex. Uh, who scored? Uh, yeah, Vestergaard. Of course he has. Uh, yeah, Vestergaard thanks. from a Ward-Prowse corner. Well, thanks for the spoiler alert, because the corner hasn't even taken place on my TV yet. Oh, well, there you oh. go. Well, yeah. welcome, welcome to my world. He rose, he rose like a salmon. Oh, my header. Yeah, I mean, there's no one anybody near him. No one anywhere that, near that, him. That is a great header. So, um, um, so sorry, anyway, as, as I was uh, moaning, uh, so you, you boys uh, decided um, clearly out of fear that you would try and shaft me. Uh, by picking Bamford as my captain. Um, so I very much enjoyed his goal uh, two minutes in or whatever it was against mm. Chelsea. Didn't have to wait uh, long for that, did you? No, you did no, not. No, didn't have, to, didn't have to wait long for that. Um, a nice Saturday evening treat. Uh, but let's face it, I wanted De Bruyne as captain. Uh, he would have got me 12 more points than, than Bamford did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, I've had a pretty good week. Um, but I could have had my first ever hundred um, if you boys hadn't have screwed me over. So, um, you know, not so happy about that. Uh, I'm on uh, going into tonight, 85 points, um, no transfers made. Uh, I decided not to do my jiggling around and ending up with Welbeck because I didn't want you boys to pick Welbeck <laughs> as my captain. Um, so I just stuck to what I did, what I had, and then I have two transfers next week. Uh, but, Robertson, Salah, De Bruyne, Son, Kane, Bamford, and Calvert-Lewin all came in, and I um I was pleased I stuck with Son and Kane. They are this season's uh, Salah and Mane, if you ask me. I think they're um they're almost undroppable, uh, despite you know Jose's tactics and people harping on about heat maps constantly on Twitter, like it you know is going to change the world. You know, you look at Harry Kane's heat map. He, pretty much a defensive midfielder but he got a goal and assist in that game and you know I wouldn't want to be dropping him from my team so yeah good good week for me I've gone up a bit I've finally hit the top 10 of our fantasy threesome podcast league um up to well last night I was up to 360k overall which I'm not too fussed about the overall rank I just want to you know beat my mates um so yeah it was a, it was a good good game week for me and um we'll we'll see how this week goes i've got two transfers to make so do we uh do we call people that make uh 100 points do we call them refer to them as centurions 
I don't know. Uh, I, you know, we would have maybe known uh, tonight if uh, you hadn't screwed me. But you never uh, know. There could you, there could yet be a Carl Walker's Carl Walker's hat trick. I mean, I need a McCarthy hat trick to be honest. For <laughs> yeah, it's it's not going to happen. Um, they both conceded, so um, that's a shame. But even with, uh, I think if they had got four points, I would have been uh, would have been there with that. But you know, don't worry about it. You know, I don't hold grudges too much. Uh, how did our punts go then? Our fantasy threesome punts. We all picked a player before with two percent. Before we do punts, um, I've I've got too many questions to to ask to just like I don't know. Wait till the end. So I'm gonna have to intersperse them. Right. That's okay. I mean, there, is a, there is a question section. Yeah, I well, I don't think it really falls under FPL question listener question section. Right, go on then. Uh, number one, uh, why don't they make toasters so that the bread can go in at a horizontal angle rather than vertical, therefore allowing you to make cheese on toast at the same time? It's called a grill, isn't it? Yeah, but <laughs> but you've got a toaster and you're just dropping toast in there. Obviously, you can't do that with grated cheese, but if you had a horizontal entry uh, toaster, you could make... Uh, I don't think they want toast. you putting dairy products in the toaster because inevitably they would uh, drip as they melt. And then That's if you're point. toasting the toast underneath as well, which I assume your, your, in, you know, your invention has got, then, then the, the melty uh, gooiness is going to drip onto the heating element and that will not be good. Mm. Two words here, Mike. Dragon's Den. If you invent this, mate, it could be quid stem. Or look a fool on TV. Again. Well, I mean, either or be crazy to watch. <laughs> what do you mean you again? Know. Win-win. Uh, I mean, I saw you on Countdown. Your maths was hilarious. Uh, but also but six, correct. Six minus three is three, though, in fairness, Phil. <laughs> True. Right. Uh, <laughs> disappointing. Uh, anything else you want to interrupt before we go to our punts? I'll, I'll just bring them in occasionally. Okay. Cool. Well, They're all food-related. For- Oh, good. I love food. That's good news. Good, good. I'm glad we sent over the running order and, and uh, you've decided to absolutely shunt it out of the, out of the park. Um, <laughs> so, our punts then. Um, yeah. I'll start. Um, and I'll start with a, a, a suggestion moving forward. So, my punt um, was Mikel Antonio, who later in the week, uh, we got told, was injured and not playing. And so, I would like to suggest that if we find out before the weekend's fixtures start that our punts are not playing or they're injured or they got COVID or whatever, we should be allowed to choose another player, mm. thus making it more interesting rather than each week saying, yeah, our player didn't play, he was injured. Oh, yeah, I chose Tellez, he got COVID. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm, not, I very know what mean. it's not very fun for listeners. I think, if go, we agree, yeah. I think if we greet us now, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Exactly. Especially as we record on a Monday, so the likelihood of your pick getting injured or in seemingly getting COVID, it could be quite high. So yeah. I'm fine with that, mate. I'm fine okay. with that. Uh, well, it's two right. against one, Mike. It doesn't okay. matter what you think. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, who uh, did fair, you Mike have... doesn't care. He's, he's thinking about cheese on toast, mate, so you're fine. Yeah, exactly. I've moved, I've moved on to hot jammy dodgers, but we'll come, come oh, to that later. Hot jammy dodgers? Good <laughs> great. Um, La- I can't remember who my pick was, but I, I do know that my, my punt did not come good. Great. Yeah, no, I can't remember who your punt was. Um, and you're normally good at remembering these things. Uh, you That's had... the only one with a memory. Oh, I do know. Ad Fafana. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah two, points. two points. Two yeah, points. Nothing. 
nothing. I had um, Edison Cavani, who I was very excited to see actually getting a start at um, mm. West Ham. I thought, oh, here we go, here's a chance. And then I've obviously then remember that Manchester United don't turn up for the first half of away games. They only right. bother playing in the second half. So um, he got hauled off at half time. So, yeah, again, an absolutely useless punt pick from me. So that's none of us, then, I believe. None of us. Uh, the best listener so far. We had a lot of entrants last week, and almost all of them um, failed to get any sort of return. But uh, someone on Twitter called Fannies, um, uh, he went for Mendy, who got six points. So at the moment, going into the Brighton Fan- game. Fa- Fannies? Fannies, <laughs> I, I believe. It's a man. Looking at the picture, he is from Scandinavia. Oh. So it, you want to be very careful we st- before you start looking at pictures of Fannies. I will. <laughs> I want. Right now, strangely, one of my tabs on uh, oh, no. one of my ta- one of my tabs is a sexy Jesus calendar. I I implore what? you to uh, when you finish this podcast, Google sexy Jesus calendar. It's um. I mean, I'm quite religious, but it's still it's quite a funny calendar. There's a picture of him staring at a watermelon. Anyway, uh, okay. so with wow. the, none of our punts came off. So again. you boys, I believe, are campaigning to play this wretched game again so, i don't yeah. know why you think it's wretched mate i know you lost but it's quite good every oh, second no, I mean, mounts i mean oh. the main, yeah i mean the main reason i think it's wretched is because i lost and also yeah. i would like to suggest a rule change oh. here we go if, go on this is a bit I, like asking if you, your friend can have a sleepover while you're stood in front of your parents go on if i was <laughs> to win i don't want to team up with either of you two I I saw how you two acted last week, and I don't want to to team up with either of you. I want to do it on my own, so I know who's shafting me properly, and who isn't. What, what happens in the event? Okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. All right. So you you want an outright winner then, basically? I want an out. Well, I want an outright winner, so um, okay. I know who to blame for picking Bamford as my captain. I don't know if that said- can actually happen. We could end up with a tie. But then, right, if that's the case, I'll just default winner. I uh, mean, last week I was two to one, to be fair. But, you know, so it could work. Well, then let's see. All right, but, I mean, all right. let's play it. Let's play it. You moaned so, a lot about Bamford being captain. It could have been a lot worse, mate. He did score. I, I didn't moan about the points he got me. I moaned about the intentions of the choice. Well, that's the idea, isn't it? We're not going to, like, pick De Bruyne, mate. Well, it's a shame I did request that. <laughs> <laughs> well, should right. I go first, then, boys, as uh, question master? Oh, please uh, do. Let's so play, fun. what are you calling this quiz? Every second mount. One of your better puns, Mike. One of your better puns. Thank you. Uh, right, okay. So, lads, uh, just to, to listeners that maybe didn't hear it last week, um, the way it works is I'm going to give you a category. Uh, you're going to take it in turns to say how many of the chosen category uh, you could give correct answers to without getting an incorrect answer. Uh, so, Phil, for example, might say three. Ant would then go four. Phil could then go five. Ant could go six. Or, at some point... One of you could say, okay, you play. Uh, and should you be in a uh, position of play and get an incorrect answer, then the, uh, the opponent wins. Let's, or, let's... Get, or do they get the chance to steal? Or do they no, just... no, they just no, win. No stealing. No stealing. All right, okay. So I've got 24 to choose from tonight. 24 Ow. teams that have qualified for Euro 2020 slash 21. So 24 oh teams. Oh, my goodness. Uh, now, Phil, because you lost last time, 
I'm going to let you go first in terms of how many you want to uh, say you'll get. 24 teams have qualified. How many can you name? Oh, okay, seven. Seven. And? So for Euro 2021, yeah? Yeah. Mm, seven. Yeah, name them, Phil. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay. I've got a clue, mate. I'll go for uh, England. That is one. I'm just going to write these down. Hang on. This is a walk uh, in the park, this is. England. Uh, I'll go uh, Belgium. Belgium for two. Germany. Germany for three. France. France for four. Well, actually, this is easy, isn't it? So easy. Oh, no, really so let yourself down here. I really Netherlands have. for five. Spain for six. Oh, goodness. Belgium, Germany, France, Netherlands, Spain. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. One more needed. Uh, Italy? It's correct. Oh. Well done, Phil. That was hectic, Anthony. No effect, mate. No Sorry, offense, I... but that was shocking. My mind went blank. Okay. I forgot about countries in Europe. Okay. So um, why don't you oh, take so a I, bit of... Oh, yeah, go I... on, then, Phil. I'll, I'll ask the, uh, the next question then, shall yeah. I? Yeah, go for Please it. Please do. Okay, I have looked up, uh, and no, I don't have the camera on, so I'm trusting you boys. Um, mm-hmm. No looking it up. There are a, around 30 or 31 defenders this season who have scored in the Premier League. Oh, that's nice. Oof. How many can you name? I, oh, sorry. Who's going first? Uh, I'll go, uh, well, Ant- I got to choose a number first, so Anthony can choose a number first this time. Okay. I'll go for six. Six, six. defenders that have scored. Out of how many, Phil? 30? Yeah. I'm going to let you have it, Ant. Six. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not naming entire countries, but no, anyway. I mean, that is true. That is true. Okay. Uh, Robertson. Correct. Uh, Vestergaard. Of course. He has now scored three goals. Puts him the second highest goal scorer in the league. Uh, Dinia. Scored a goal? Yeah. Oh. Oh, not him again. Oh, this is, this is what oh screwed. Oh, dear. The Anthony, curse of the Anthony, Dinia. Anthony. This is what screwed um, Mike over last week. Yeah, you're not, sure not going to believe this, but he hasn't scored. Yeah. Oh, goodness me. Straight oh. away, Anthony. That That's so it. annoying because I had so many. Van Dyke was next. Matip. Yep, yep. Could have oh, had the, yeah, he could have goodness. had... I mean, you've had Zuma. Or, you know, he scored loads Zuma, of goals. Zuma, yeah. yeah. Tyra, I was Tyra so Mings. Tyra Mings scored two. So many. Concer, Gabriel, Chilwell, Keane, Lamperty... And who can forget little Dunn for Burnley? Oh, oh. Jimmy Dunn. Everyone's favourite team. Dinia has not scored. So, Anthony, that's two you've lost. So I'm out lost. between you two. Well, it's between me and Mike as to who, as to who um, picks your captain, really. It is. So, uh, yeah. If not, you'll have to, if not, you'll have to do it nearest to the pin to decide. Okay, so here it is, boys. So, I'm after, and I believe, let me just double check. I oh. think there is 16 possible here. I'm after Premier League players who've scored more than 125 goals in the Premier League. Oh, oh that's so, this is, this more than 125. More than 125 goals. There's, there's 16 who've achieved it. Uh, so, Mike, I don't think you've picked a number first yet, have you? So, over no, to you. I'm going to say seven. 
Okay. So seven. can you beat seven or do you want Mike to name him? Um, yeah, as soon as it doesn't matter, I'll let Mike name them. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, we'll have Alan Shearer. Number one. Thierry Henry. Is, yeah, number two. Uh, Andy Cole. Yeah, there's yeah, your He was on my list, yeah. Uh, Kevin Phillips. Kevin Phillips has scored more than 125 goal. goals in the Premier League. <gasps> oh, talking a pathetic, Mike. That was a. No. Uh, Harry not. Kane? Harry Kane? Uh, I think Harry Kane is on the list. Yeah, let me just read you the list from Rooney, Rude Van Nistelrooy. No, no, uh, Shearer Rooney. is one with uh, obviously Shearer 360. We've got Rooney 208, Andy Cole 187. Aguero, 180. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't have had Lampard, 177. Henri, 175. Robbie Fowler, 163. Oh. Bournemouth legend, Jermaine Defoe with 162. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, Harry Kane, 151. Michael Owen, amazed. He yeah. scored 115 with all his injuries. Um, Robbie Ferdinand, Keane? Uh, Robbie Keane is on there. Yeah, we've got oh. Les Ferdinand next. Then Teddy Sheringham on 146. Robin Van Persie, 144. Jimmy Floyd has to make 127. And the last two... Robbie Keane and Nicholas Anelka. Anelka scored over 125. He did indeed. He scored 125 on Zinoz. Well, that's so, abysmal. Wow. That is absolutely abysmal. Yeah, I thought you were bold going for seven straight away without thinking about it. Yeah. Well, amazingly, we just were on Anelka. It's 21 of those was from Bolton. Bloody hell. So there oh, you well. go. Congratulations, Phil. Two to one. You get to pick my captain, and uh, I would imagine you're already plotting revenge. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I look forward to uh, Friday or Saturday or whenever it is, and uh, re- reaping reaping revenge. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you, Evan Phillips. He only scored like ninety-two game? goals. Yeah, yeah. was well, not. Yeah. yeah. He's good. good so yeah, you, good goal scorer. He could have. He could have scored more if he was with a better team. But yeah, that doesn't help you now. Yeah. No. So. Okay. Big names right. on that list as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry about that, boys. Um. Right. Play the game now. No, I don't. I don't like the game. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't like it. No, but we'll play it. And uh, by all means, mock me more, Anthony. That's only going to make me move further, oh, further towards your defensive quarters. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, bring it on, mate. Bring it on. Uh, now seems like a good time for me just to talk about hot jammy dodges. I don't know if you boys have uh, got involved <laughs> with hot jammy dodges. I've tried them in the last week with both custard and ice cream and sprinkles. And let me tell you, it's exceptional. Is it really? microwaving them? Yeah. Now, uh, sprinkles I disagree with because I find that I don't like sprinkles for the same reason I don't like Skittles. They're very, they get in your teeth. Okay. Like well, does, I, it not, go does it on. not affect the biscuit a bit too much? No, it doesn't affect the biscuit hardly at all. Just warms it nicely. Maybe a touch mm. softens. It's, a bit it's like quite a, cookie. a soft biscuit. It's quite a soft biscuit anyway. Yeah, no, it's good. But the, the, the day that you... Uh, you melt the jam and then the ice cream hits it if you're going down the ice cream route and then suddenly you've got ice cream uh, you've got jam stuck to your bowl just be a little bit careful there gang but if I can recommend it jammy dodgers and ice cream slash jammy doggers dodgers not doggers Doggers. don't I would not recommend jammy doggers doggers. jammy doggers (laughs) I'm not sure the two jammy if Mike's involved (laughs) that is uh, that is a whole different tab on your internet browser let me tell you or a whole Uh, new podcast well, yes, indeed. 
Oh, Shall we move on? Uh, yeah, we, we got followed by a uh, by some Samoan swingers on Twitter this week. Oh, wow. that's, I do like an alliteration. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, this is a fantasy football podcast. Uh, so oh, yes. let's, let's get back to it. And let's head to listener questions. Lydia from Shanklin on the Isle of Wight. Lovely, lovely area. Nice, crazy well, golf. Uh, lovely lasagna. Tier one. So she's having the time of her life right now. Yeah, right. She, she's probably off the crazy golf. She's allowed. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she asks, who are the biggest traps currently on FPL? Mm. Traps? Yeah, mm. the biggest, you know, you don't want to fall into them. Don't get mm. tricked by a small burst of form. I've been saying all season Zaha, but I would like to retract my statement. Yeah, I mean, just on that, I mean, I don't think too many people saw that as one of the games of the weekend, did they? Um, with the no. Super Bowls. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call him a trap, but I'm starting to think now is the end of the good form for James Rodriguez. I know I, I um, said a couple of weeks ago, but he hasn't had a decent points all for about seven game weeks. So um, maybe not a trap, but I think he's somebody who's possibly living off decent form in the first few weeks and people are still thinking he's a high scorer and doing really well. Wouldn't necessarily yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I, I saw someone uh, online suggest he was Everton's uh, Meza Ozil. <laughs> and I, I can see where they're coming from, but he does track back a bit more. Well, I mean, I, he's actually playing. Yeah, he's playing, yeah. He's creating chances still. Um, I don't go in for XG, but I imagine it's still pretty decent uh, for him. Um, and he's, he's, you know, he, he had a couple of shots at goal last, last week that actually were probably Everton's best chances. So... Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have him down as a trap. I think Mares, people might be uh, jumping on board. Mares, mm. uh, all of a sudden, given a, a couple of half decent game weeks for him and City's fixtures coming up. Um, but oh, with Mares, Mares, Pep came out last week and said he was going to start because he's scoring goals. And with with Pep, as we know, you never know who's going to start. So if he mm. actually tells you someone's starting, uh, it's worth getting him in. But you just it'll be for one week, two weeks, mm. and then he'll get bored of um, yeah. starting him. So you can't trust the city. Like, I mean, you know, Mike's really um, championed Foden this season, and every time I've seen him, he's not started. But he, yeah, he's such a talent, isn't he? So it's tricky with City players. Isn't it? There's not maybe apart from Kevin De Bruyne, uh, who I think for me is an absolute cert to get in your team. It's a struggle, isn't it? Because they do chop and change quite a lot. What about Everton in general? I know you said about Rodriguez. They've, mm. they've really gone off the ball now, haven't they? Is there anyone, you know, would you be thinking of getting Everton assets out now? Well, I don't think you lose Calvert-Lewin because I just think at that oh, price, yeah. um, you, 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 there aren't replacements to come in at that price that are going to give you the same return. So I, I don't think you get rid of uh, Calvert-Lewin. Like I say, uh, seems to every week at the moment, until he gets his uh, 21st injury um, <laughs> since... Uh, 2014 um, I'm sticking with him uh, but I think defensive assets if you've got any of them left I'd be moving them out in terms of Everton because they're not keeping clean sheets mm. there's not too many Everton assets that are cheap defensively either they're normally around the 5 million mark aren't they there's mm. not another kind of 4.5 million you can get some bargains out there but yeah they're not keeping clean sheets as Mike said so ship them out what are your views on and I think at least one of you might even have them in your team Ollie Watkins, he's got some good fixtures coming up. However, he has already played against Sheffield United, Fulham, Leeds, Brighton and West Ham and not scored against them. Mm. Um, he's actually only scored against Arsenal, Southampton and Liverpool this season. 
in 10 games. And I, th- I think he's a bit of a trap. Um, when you've got Bamford, um, who is seemingly fixture-proof, yeah. um, I, I would suggest maybe Watkins is a bit of a trap, although his fixtures are very tempting. He's cheap though, isn't he still? Is he still about the six and a half million mark? 6.1, yeah. 6.1. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I've actually, I've got him in my team at the moment, and I've actually had him in twice, and he's not done anything yet, but he, um, yeah, yeah, I'd still say that kind of cheaper, cheaper end of the market, he might be one to look out for, but yeah, agreed. I think he's going to be really hit and miss, actually. You know, you're going to have him where he's going to score against a decent top six team. And then as you just earmarked, he's not going to score against the kind of the lesser clubs he would expect him to. I think he'd be one that would probably have you tearing your hair out, to be honest with you. Well, is that, is that because of the way Villa play? They're, they're very counter-attacking now, aren't they? Mm. And they obviously can't counter-attack against Sheffield United and Fulham and uh, yeah, Brighton, Brighton and West Ham. They're all, they're all, you know, you're seeing a lot of games at the moment where it's two teams trying to counter-attack. Mm. And so it's just who blinks first. You never really know whether they're going to turn up as well at the same time, do you? You know, you've no. seen having some unbelievable results uh, and some pretty shocking ones that, you know, would have them back in their form that nearly had them relegated last season. So I think they'll be comfortable with a table, but um, when they've got the likes of Grealish uh, and players like that around, then I think they're going to be fine this season. But um, yeah, Ollie Watkins is one. I don't think I'm going to hang around with him, put it that way. I think he'll be blanks in a couple more game weeks. He'll be gone from my team. Yeah, he's got, he has got. Good, good fixtures coming up. Um, I can't quite remember who against, but I, I think he's got. Someone wants to look it up. That'd be handy. Um, but he's got three good games coming up against lower teams. Uh, any of you tempted by Conor Gallagher, who scored two and two now for West Brom? No, not uh, for me. No, he's the no. Chelsea lady guy, isn't he? No, five and a half million. No, yeah, West- I'm. I'm not going to get involved with any West Brom players. I don't think this season. I'm going to leave them well alone. I yeah. actually, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not either, but I actually don't think they're that bad on the eye, West Brom. They're just leaky. Um, I think they are quite bad on the eye, aren't they? Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, chaps. Well, so. indeed. Absolutely. And, and let's not forget that uh, Gallagher has got lovely hair. Mm, uh, very good. Let's, oh, uh, let's move on to question two. And you've got a caller, Anthony. Oh, oh, have I? I mean, I'm just looking at my phone right now. I can't see a call. Oh, oh, I lie. Here's one right now. Oh, um, good evening. Oh, uh, uh, hello. Oh, uh, good evening. Who do we have on the line? Uh, this is uh, Nigel. Uh, Nigel again. Hello, Nigel. Oh, again? No. Nigel Mansell, is it? Is it Nigel Mansell? Oh, oh, I'm in, I'm in <laughs> oh okay. Ayrton. Okay. Oh, Ayrton. Hello, Ayrton. Sorry, Nigel is my middle name. I thought you asked what my middle name was. Oh, I'm very sorry for the confusion, Ethan. Uh, what is your I, question, please? I just wondered if you can offer any hope in terms of Arsenal this season. Uh, and before I go, I'm going to say, we fish where we want. Please fish where we Oh, are. sorry, we're losing you. Sorry, we're losing we're you, and Goodbye. Oh, sorry, Ayrton. Bad signal in my house. I do apologise. Oh, gosh. Um, poor old Ayrton. Um, wow, I mean, we, we do love our Northerners on this show, which is quite ironic when we... Um... And indeed, our Northerners love us. Um, yeah, Arsenal assets. Uh, assets. 
well, well, as we know, boys, Lacazette was a great was a great asset for me, wasn't he? <laughs> well, he scored three and three. He did, and then and then none in eight. He should have scored actually, shouldn't he? Yesterday, had that really good chance with that header from a free kick. But um, Arsenal again. I mean, I don't know what you boys think, but do you think Arteta's under pressure? I think he, he could be, couldn't he? He should be. I mean, if you look at the goal scorers they've had this season, Lacazette scored three, highest scorer. Their second uh, top goal scorers are Gabriel and Aubameyang. Aubameyang, who has decided he's he's very much done an Odeo and got his money mm. and decided not to turn up anymore. Uh, Sultan Pepe, he's got one. Oh, hello, goal. hello. Uh, Saka. Oh, so sorry. Uh, Saka and Nketiah have also got one goal, and that is it. Mm. Oh. That I work with an Arsenal fan, and he told me today. Goals. Uh, I yeah, I work with an Arsenal fan, and he told me today they are in a relegation scrap. Believe it or not, that's genuinely what some Arsenal fans are thinking. I mean, I don't, Come I don't on. go, I don't go, I don't go that far or, or that low. But I mean, I had one left in my team, which was Leno, and I've got rid of him now. So I wouldn't, I can't, I can't have a case for any of them. I don't think. Can you boys? Can you well, think? Of I mean, not to stoke the Spurs-Arsenal fires, but um, Son has scored as many goals as Arsenal. What, 10? Yeah, and, and when your season um, can be assessed by Dominic Calvert-Lewin scoring more goals than your whole team, mm. that's a problem, isn't it? I don't really know why they're so rubbish. They just, they just lack any sort of identity. And they do seem to be playing a lot of kids, which, you know, I appreciate is good mm. for the future maybe, but they, they, they're not gelling, are they? No. And, they, they, you know, they used to be so good at home, at least, didn't they, um, at the Emirates. But even, even at home, well, they've lost to Villa, haven't they, this season? Who else did they lose to home this season? Which was, uh, uh, they lost recently, didn't they? Um, Wolves. Uh, yeah, they lost to Wolves. That was it. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Villa, yeah, Wolves. But, uh, yeah, they're losing games that they would never normally at home. Um, I mean, they're, yeah. just, they're not the force they used to be, are they? No, but they're, they're just they're a mid-table team. Yeah, which is not something you normally associate with Arsenal. Um, so, but to me, they don't. I mean, Arteta was being lauded, wasn't he, when he first came in, and the result picked up. But they have gone downhill rapid. I tell you what, you need to get old Arsene back in. If his name was if his name was Michael Arteta, and he was from Kiddyminster, do you think he'd still be in a job? Uh, if he had no association with Arsenal, I would suggest not. No, absolutely not. No. no. I where think... are they? Where are they in the league now? Arsenal fifteenth. Fifteenth. Wow. Yeah, and it's not like we're in like five games in here now, boys. This is this is getting to the point where the league starts to settle down, and you know you're normally going to finish roughly around where you are now. So. It's amazing, isn't it? Just how poor they've been. Wow. I mean, you look at that game yesterday and, and of the Tottenham team, how many Arsenal players get into that Tottenham side? Um, I, would, I would suggest none. Yeah, I'd, I'd concur. Maybe Gabriel, although I've not seen enough of him to qualify that statement, but I, I certainly would say that Spurs have got so much depth mm. and Arsenal don't. And um, Arsenal's big name players so-called big name, big name players uh, that they're not performing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Arsenal have lost as many games as Burnley this season. They've lost more than half their games. Wow! So, crazy. Um, I mean, they're comfortably above the bottom three, but that's because the bottom three or the bottom four actually are cut adrift a little bit, and it'll be even worse for them tonight if Brian picks something up. So, um, I mean, obviously they're not going to go down Arsenal, are they? But I mean, are they even going to make top ten at this rate? 
Yeah, they they, they scraped it last year, didn't they? Top ten. Yeah, but it they. was just scraping it. So yeah, yeah. All right, see. Very strange. Okay, next question then uh, is from uh, Thomas in Grimsby. Uh, if you had three season keepers, players to not remove from your team for the rest of the season, who would they be and why, Michael? Oh, now I've misunderstood your question because you, you did very kindly send us through a running order and I've looked for three goalkeepers, <laughs> season keepers, you see. Right. Yeah. Sorry okay. to. Well, you, sorry you to... answer that question, and me and Ant will answer the other sorry. one. So, <laughs> someone, someone, I'm sure would have wondered what three, three keepers you would want in. I'm so, I'm so sorry to um, the 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 chap from Grimsby, uh, Thomas. Rob, Thomas. Thomas. Sorry about that. No, I can, I can give you my, my top three keepers just off the bat, and that is how I fair I am with FPL this season. That's uh, my keepers would be as follow, and, and you know they're not particularly surprising, but they would be De Bruyne. There would be Salah. There would be Kane. No Fernandez. Well, you, you've asked me to pick three, and those. No, no I'm just asking. Just asking. Uh, I, I like Bruno for sure, but um, yeah, of, of, not... of all of them. Okay, you've got you've I got Son, who's those... the highest point scorer in the game. First player to hit 100 points this season. Yeah, but yeah, Kane's on pens. Yeah, and I think okay. that, I think that counts for a lot at the moment. There seems to be a huge glut of premiums now. Um, certainly there's, there's five or six players that ideally everyone would love to have in their team but can't fit in. What about you, Ant? If you had to well, choose three of them? Two of my three were two. I just mentioned there, Kevin De Bruyne and Salah. But I certainly have um, two strikers for me um, who I would struggle to take out. Dominic Cavalloon. As we've seen, you know, yes, Everton have been struggling a little bit more now, but he, he's always the man to score goals from them, isn't he? He's still... He's still He's his second highest point scorer in the game, something along those lines. So yeah. I, I can't ever imagine me taking him out this season. And uh, I mean, he's he's not. He's he's the uh, fifth highest scorer in the game. He's in the top five. Fifth, it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifth, yeah. So he's he's up there. And another one for me is Vardy, Jamie Vardy, um, who you know when he went through on goal yesterday, he knew he wasn't going to miss. He just knows where the back of the net is, doesn't he? You trust him in front of goal. Well, I certainly do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, one of the reasons I had such a strong start last season was because I had him from, from game week one and never really let me down. I had him in pretty much all season. So defensively, um, I'd be looking at people like Zuma, who's consistently picking up points for me and, and has done. He's had a couple of double points for us as well, I think. Um, I can't imagine me taking him out anytime soon either. So, uh, yeah, there's, there, there's a few names to throw in, there, in the hat. Well, yes, thank he, you for answering. So Mike answered the wrong question about goalkeepers, but but did adapt. And you answered a question where it said, if you had to choose only three players... Five? There's a few. I would stick with the top three in the game at the moment. I would stick with Son and Kane because um, their, their ceiling is very high. Son gets mm. a lot of big hauls. And he's playing more as a striker than a midfielder. Kane's on penalties, like I say, and I would I would always have Salah. He just scores goals out of nowhere. Fernandez relies too much on penalties, although he's a very good player. Uh, DCL, I think, will you know when his wheels come off, they come off bad, as I found out last season after lockdown. Uh, so, yeah, I'm glad I've had him so far this season, but. It's inevitable his wheels will fall off. Uh, and Vardy, 
is great, absolutely great, but he relies on Leicester's form a bit. So I would just stick to Son, uh, Kane and Salah. I think Son and Kane are season keepers. Spurs are looking very formidable, which does bring us to our next question. Can I just say, well, just this cues us up nicely for next week. Here's a little bit of homework for you, boys. Okay. Your ultimate five-a-side FPL team. Oh. One keeper, okay. one defender, two midfielders, one striker. Okay. Okay, next week. Little, little challenge laid down there. Yeah. Okay, lovely news. Yeah, okay, I'm up for that. Okay, well, our next question, which I was doing a smooth link into. Oh, uh, no, it's fine. Emphasis no, it's fine. on was. The does only... it, does it, would, would, could you get there from digestive biscuits? Because that's next on my list. Go for it. I'll try. Okay. Talk to me about Do digestives. You... Well, it's an odd name, isn't it? It's not very appetising. Do you know why they're called digestive biscuits? Because they help you digest your food? Yeah, I'd guess something similar to Anthony. Has it ever really crossed your mind before? No. In what, way do, in what way do you think it aids your digestion? Oats. Oats quite often set me off, mm. so oats maybe get things <laughs> going. Maybe it works like a green tea. Settles your stomach. I don't. I've no idea, Mike. But please, well, when they were first tell. when they were first manufactured by McVitie's, uh, digestives um, contained a large amount of bicarbonate of soda, which is said to be really good for digestion. Well, there you wow. go. You're learning something uh, something new every day. How about you digest this? Spurs yes! have got yes, have conceded worked. one goal in six games. Just one goal in six games. Oh, Mourinho. That. He absolutely loves it, doesn't he, Mourinho? Where's this come from with Jose? Because there was talk, wasn't there? There was kind of little rumours, you know, towards the end of last season. Spurs fans weren't too happy, were they? Um, and watching some of that Netflix stuff was, was pretty hilarious as well. I would never in a million years have thought that Spurs this far into the season would be genuine title contenders. They're going to win the and league, lads. I don't know how many times I've told you this this season. Well... I think I genuinely think you know that if they keep Kane and Sunfit, then then they could genuinely do it. Still and six I, and a half to one. Yeah, I, I I would genuinely actually love to see them in the league. I really would. Would you with Mourinho as manager? Just imagine how smug it'd be. Yeah, it'd be smug. But I don't care about that. It'd be nice to see somebody other than you know United, City, Liverpool, a new name to win. I'd the like time. yeah, I'd like Harry Kane to um, to win the league because he's he's been loyal. And oh, I like that. I'd love Son to win the Premier League because he's just a nice guy, right? Well, yeah. he is. He's just got a bit of an anger issue occasionally. Haven't we all? Well, I mean, yeah. that's only caused by Jefferson Lerma. But yeah, um, I mean, his goal yesterday. Oh, really that was spectacular. That's what Spurs are so good at this season, aren't they? Just scoring goals like that. So, yeah, I, I think Mike said it from about week three. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was mad, but no, he might actually be right. Yeah, I mean they they're just not conceding. Strangely, they've they've kept yeah five clean sheets in their last six. I've done the maths for you, uh, but their defenders actually um, aren't very high. There's none of their defenders in the top ten point scoring defenders in the game. Uh, Dyer mm-hmm. is Dyer is the first one, eleventh. Uh, but he Dyer is someone who has really come on this season in that position. I've been really impressed. Yesterday, he yeah. was cutting out everything. He was he was really good, um, and he I thought would be out the door when Mourinho started there. Mourinho loves him, mate. Absolutely loves him. And he's he's only uh, what five million? Yeah, five million on the oh, game. But it's uh, yeah, I mean he's playing well, but you don't get points for playing well, do you? Yeah, but you no, get you points don't. for clean sheets, and he's kept five clean sheets in the last six games. He's not a defender on the game, though, is he? Yeah. 
Is he really? Yeah. I did not realise that. Yeah, he's a defender. I thought he was classed as a midfielder. Yeah, he's... I would have thought he would have been. No, he's selected by only 3.1% of teams. Well, there's a heads yeah. up. There's a heads up, listeners. Some genuine, genuine heads up stuff there. I mean, it's, it's probably not heads up for other listeners who probably already realise that. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's heads up for you. Yeah, okay. Well, I've learned something, so thanks. But yeah, five million is on the cheaper end, and he, he does go up for corners, uh, so, yeah. you, you know, he might yeah. pop in with the odd goal. But he's, he's been defending really, really well. I've been really impressed with Dyer. Uh, yeah. I, sh- no, I should that, say that, that was, question, I got excited about the digestive link. That question was sent in by Caroline Imprestatin. And uh, she was asking our Spurs serious title contenders. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Yes, from her. the answer. Uh, the last question was sent in by uh, another uh, fantasy football podcast, FPL Juice, who are very active on Twitter and they got a very good pod, very funny pod. Uh, they ask, what should we do with Diogo Jota? A lot of people have brought him in. He started on the bench against Wolves. Hello. <laughs> Does that make you nervous? Are you keeping him? It does make me nervous. I'm annoyed because he'd been doing so well and I'd had him as one of those names who was bound to start. I thought he was almost undroppable um, because of how well he'd done. But Mike was right. Again, I'm afraid. He did say to me, is he going to start every week? I thought he would. Uh, I brought him in and he didn't. So whether that's Klopp just doing a bit of rotation, I don't know. Do you think he did that out of respect against Yeah, well... Or did you think that Wolves would have expected him to start and Klopp mm. was maybe a bit nervous that Wolves would know yeah. his game too much? Or maybe there was a clause in his contract. Yeah, possibly. I, yeah, I wondered that too, yeah. We, uh, when, we, when, we took, when we took Graben yeah. from Norwich, there was a gentleman's agreement... Sorry, as a Bournemouth fan. When we took Lewis Graben from Norwich, there was a gentleman's agreement that he would not play against him. It wasn't contractually you're not allowed that now. In, in contrast, well, the second the second time we had him, he didn't play at all, really. Um, if no, he, he didn't turn no. up. Um, but but it's yeah, interesting. Contractually, you're not allowed to have that. But there was a gentleman's agreement that he wouldn't play that game, um, and we had to make up some about the fact that he you know was carrying a niggle or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I do wonder if maybe that was the case. I hope it was because I took him out last week, and I've put him back in this week. So put him in already after him not playing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, well, they've got have. Fun, they? they've got fun. away. Yeah, I'm not necessarily expecting him to play. I've actually benched Rodriguez at the moment because they're they're playing Chelsea. Um, but he's he's yeah he's there or thereabouts. Um, but he's in my squad. Yeah, they've got Fulham away, Tottenham at home, Palace away, West Brom at home, Newcastle away, Southampton at home, and Burnley at home. Uh, so Southampton away. But- that's a lovely run of fixtures. Yeah, apart from Spurs, well, I'll uh, tell you what, now is the time to get Liverpool assets in. The Tottenham game is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah agreed. Top of the table um, clash. Yeah. They're both on the same amount of points, aren't they? I'm, I'm already looking forward to that game. Um, that is, a, I mean, if Spurs win that game, then yeah, I mean, that that that, that would almost have them as title favourites, wouldn't it? Well, you'd have to consider them, wouldn't you? Mm. What I would just really love is that we go into the last day of the season and we have a situation like that Man City one, all those, the, the one so famously uh, against QPR um, with that uh, Aguero goal. Just a situation like that where we have a, you know, at least two teams who go into the last day needing to win it. And that, I would love that because it, you know, it's been all too, it's certainly far too easy for Liverpool last season. 
So um, it'd be nice, wouldn't it, to have a nice, a nice tense final day. Mm. Well, we had it, didn't we, two years ago with, with, with City at Brighton? Oh, of course, yeah. But again, it was, yeah. it was too easy for them. Wasn't it? They, they, yeah. they won 4 or 5 nil that day in the end, didn't they? But yeah, uh, another uh, day like that one would, would be incredible with that, literally the last kick of the game. Walker Peters' goal. Can you, are you, oh, can you stop are with you this? Bluffing? Are you bluffing me? Yeah, I am, yeah. yeah oh, I was going to say. Yeah. Sorry, I, mean, I can't see, I, didn't, I didn't even fall for it. Didn't even I move. Didn't it, was like well. it was like VAR. You didn't even celebrate. Yeah. Uh, don't, I, 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 it shows, A, a lack of trust in you. And, <laughs> and B, what VAR has done to the game. I don't celebrate any goals anymore. Although oh, I love, I love, I, I don't want to bang on about ball. I love being in the championship. I definitely don't want to go up. You, every time you score, you can actually celebrate. It's amazing. It is out. the best league in the world, isn't it? I found out today that um, I've lost my my uh, executive box that I normally get to announce <laughs> from during lockdown. Uh, and I've got to sit in with the fans, which is fine. I'm a man of the people. Oh, look at you. No, no. I'm a man of the people. Always have been. Very happy to sit with the fans. However, there's no catering. So oh. I, I really, I've got to, and I've got to be there for 11 o'clock. I've got to be there for four hours. I've got to take my sandwiches Maybe a, maybe a flask of tea. And sit, Four hours. Sit in, sit in block six, prepping for the game. Uh, I, I, I could do nothing on the pitch pre-match or at halftime either. So um, oh, it's going to be a long old, long old day. I shouldn't complain really. I get to go and watch my team. It's, it's terrific. But um, yeah, long gone now is the, is the hot chocolate machine in my executive box. That's tough time. On that note, it is nice to finally see fans back in the stadium, isn't it? Just watching the, the Brighton game tonight, it's nice to see fans scattered around. I know it's very low in numbers at the moment, but it does. I think obviously some of the teams we've had already have mentioned what a difference it makes. So it's good. It feels like we're slowly getting towards some form of normality, at least with that. So, so um, to, to me, watching on, and I'm yet to experience it. Obviously, we, I, I, I'll be fortunate enough to see this weekend, but watching on, actually, it looks weirder having like what 2000 fans in a mm. 30,000 stadium than it does watching Nothing. a game in it with, with no fans. Actually it looks weirder now and sounds weirder. Oh no, I love, it. I loved watching games over the weekend and obviously we've had the piped audio in, but I've, I've really enjoyed hearing jeers when someone shanked a shot wide or mm. especially in the Arsenal Spurs game. I think, yeah. um, I think uh, party, uh, took a shot which nearly went out for a corner and the Spurs fans loved it and you don't you yeah. just don't get that on the piped in audio you, you, you're quite True. right I, for, for whatever reason they haven't taken the way noise from FIFA um, <laughs> you know where somebody when somebody messes up a throw in or like you say Actually, spanks one out for the corner in. flag yeah yeah so that that's nice to hear I guess shame shame um Millwall fans exist isn't it um no. I mean, gosh. of all the clubs to let fans back in for um they should, just, they should just ban fans from Millwall for the rest of the season and just say, look, you've, you've let yourselves down. It wasn't just Millwall, actually. It was Colchester as well. Um, did it really happen yeah, Colchester as yeah, well? Yeah, it did. And it's an interesting one because uh, people have come out um, over the last couple of days and said, actually, they're not protesting against inequality. They're protesting against the almost uh, Marxist kind of uh, undertones of BLM as a, as a movement. I don't want to get too political here. But... Um, which, okay, I could kind of take that seriously um, unless we're saying as a result of that that Millwall fans are the most educated and well-read fans of the country and they've decided actually they don't like the undertones of, of what's happening here politically. Um, 
they'd much rather it see. It didn't smell of that to me. It though, didn't it? smell of that to me either. No. Um, no, so, it's a shame. Yeah, and, it's a shame. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a shame that happened, but let's not let that tarnish the fact that it's nice to have some fans back. Yes, indeed. And uh, I can't wait to get to a game at one point. We went to see Paul Town, didn't we, Anthony? Uh, the other yeah, one, well, we did. A months ago, maybe now. Yeah, just, just before the, the national lockdown. Yeah, it was good. It was a good game. It was nice to to be in a ground with, with some fans and it was good good to see some live football I'd almost forgotten what it was like yeah, it's, and even, there, even there some jeering it's nice sarcasm yeah. is what's needed in sport yes indeed right indeed. let's have a look at uh, the fixtures coming up then uh, for game week 12 let me bring them up and see what we think if you've got any players that you're desperate to get in boys this week you well yeah I've, I've made a couple of Newcastle played at Fulham aren't they oh. a couple of Newcastle players in that well, they have got West Brom, haven't they, at home? So they have. I've brought in Jamal Lewis and Callum Wilson, both of whom I've had in my team at one stage or another uh, this season. Um, well, you've made over it's a big, yeah, it's transfers. A, it's a, so <laughs> it's of a course you have. It's a big group to be a part of. Um, but, yeah, I like the look of their, their fixtures coming up. They've got uh, West Brom, Leeds, uh, and Fulham, the next three. So I've brought in Jamal Lewis and Callum Wilson ahead of, uh, ahead of this game week. The training ground is still currently closed at Newcastle. Oh, no, please, no. Really, is it? Oh, this yeah. would make me chuckle. I'm sorry, Mike. Oh, gosh. <laughs> He's gone early on the COVID team. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, it's not yet known if that match will go ahead on Saturday. Oh, uh, they're going to be tested today. and there's, I mean, still, is... there's still hope that players can arrive back to training on Tuesday, tomorrow. This oh, is nearly as good as when Mike brought in live on the pod a few weeks ago an injured player. Seamus mm. Coleman. Oh, Indeed. what does that yellow mean? Oh, great. Oh, too late. I brought him in. That very soon turns to red. That yellow. <laughs> <laughs> it did, yeah. So, Friday night, we've got a Friday night game again, which I, I don't mind a Friday night game. Um, I prefer them to a Monday night game. Uh, Agreed. So, Friday night, you've got Leeds at home to West Ham. Uh, West Ham, who are in fine form. I think they could have done with Fernandez staying on the bench uh, the other day. Well, I think I think what probably didn't get as much press as I thought it might do is the fact that the kind of the big turning point in that game was the first goal, wasn't it? And the first goal where the first uh, United Henderson, goal. yeah, where Henderson yeah. kicks it out, um, and it was wasn't even well. I mean, they actually proved that it wasn't, but it wasn't really that close, was it? It was miles out. Um, it should have been a throw to West Ham. The Linos missed it. They've uh, probably obviously gone on to score a brilliant goal. So, um, but yeah, had that actually been a West Ham throw, as it should have been, who knows? Because after that, United were brilliant, to be fair. But there was 1-0 at the time. So VAR, yeah. VAR looked at it. Um, and the angle they showed, they may have, well, just shown them a picture of my kitchen. Yeah. I mean, it didn't help at all. <laughs> and, you know, at least then you would have got a nice colour scheme. Um, but the, I, yeah, I don't get what that angle was meant to do. I mean, it was clear, if you look at the lino, who's the referee's assistant, who's running up the line, the ball is seemingly behind him when it goes out and maybe they couldn't a hundred percent say and so didn't want to make the call but if you can't a hundred percent say then i'd at least say it was 85 90 percent clear that it went out um did you see on, on match of the day they were able to prove quite quite clinically that it was oh really i didn't know i didn't see match of the day no yeah yeah they showed this different camera angle and yeah they had the lines on it and it was i mean it's it's not even close. I mean, it's one of those that if it was uh, a goal, it would have been halfway towards the back of the net. It was that far, far, that really? far off the line, yeah. It wasn't even close. Oh, bit of a 
Genuine, the, uh, genuine penalty opportunity in the yeah, uh, Brighton say. Tanks game. And Walker Peters is the player that's gone down on the edge of the box. So, no. um, I think that's outside the box, though, isn't it, Mike? I'm just having a look. I'm, I know I'm slightly behind you. But. Still waiting for confirmation at the moment. They are replaying it and replaying it, let me tell you. I thought it was a pen at first sight, but actually, the replay for me suggests it's outside the box. We're waiting for a, an official check. Uh, those listening two days after this game is finished will be um, <laughs> uh, hanging. Uh, hanging on desperately trying to work out what happens next. Well, well let's, you let's, can interrupt um, me if uh, if there's news. Yeah, 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 um, sure thing. Let's move on to the next early the early fixture uh, on Saturday. Uh, a fairly toothless Wolves team against Aston Villa. Uh, that's, that's a Midlands derby. What, what are you expecting from that, boys? Hoping that Villa's well-rested players will be firing on all cylinders. Um, I'm probably going to bring Greenish back in and I'm hoping Ollie Watkins can, can fire there. It should be a good game, that, actually, shouldn't it? You know, local well, derby. Yeah, I mean, I think local derby makes it a bit juicy, but I do think that Wolves are a bit dull. Decision, no. penalty. Decision, penalty. Carl Walker-Peters, potential assist here, boys. This is great news. Does he get an assist for falling over? Yeah. Does that mean uh, James Ward-Prowse is uh, stepping up? Have you got James uh, Ward-Prowse? Have uh, I? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, Your little I, face lit up then. You're very good at lying. That is a contentious oh, one because I think the foul is made outside the box. But hey, they've, well, watched, that is, uh, they've watched it as many times as I have and they've come to a different decision. So, Well, uh, they, that's where it's very um, tricky with that, isn't it? Because one camera angle made it look definitely like it was outside. Another one made it look like it was inside. Mm. And I think if any part's touching the line on the edge of the box or on the box, it's a penalty, isn't it? They've just shown it on the big screen. Uh in the stadium and the Brighton players are incensed uh, in fact one of them has just walked away with a, a booking I find Actually, it absolutely mad that they would show that decision on the big screen <laughs> is it even uh, a foul actually isn't oh it's a foul definitely oh actually no it's, you know, it's definitely, oh, yeah. anyway sorry lads I'll, yeah, sorry, I'll, yeah. I'll give you a nudge if this guy's in please do, let's please. Crack, crack on with this week's right. game week well, just, just quickly on James Ward-Prowse he's already got an assist in this game uh, he's, he's had two hauls of 11 points and a haul of 17 points and he is still very cheap at just 6.2 million. He's, he's, he's in the form of his life. Danny Ings, though, came on at half time and is about to take the penalty for Southampton. Like I say, to our listeners catching this on Thursday morning, um, yeah, just stick around because breaking news. Uh, <laughs> Danny Ings is taking it, is he? Danny Ings mm. is taking it. He's back. Really? But will he be back against the goals? Will he be back amongst the goals? Of course he will. Goal 2 1 Southampton. Really, that is a good. I saw someone. Oh, I wish I could remember their name to give them a, a good call out because uh, someone had put Ings in their team uh, on the chance of him coming back uh, this week. So fair play to them for going early on Ings. Mm. Wow, who knew? So, so as we were saying, toothless wolves. Who, I mean, they could have. Oh gosh, are we still only on match two? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll stop wolves interrupting. Did, they did not look very good the other day, did they? No. No, missing their focal point in terms of, uh, of your man Jimenez, aren't they, up front? So yeah. I think that makes I mean, a big difference. They were also playing Liverpool, but... Yeah. And they've got a horrible run of fixtures coming up. Villa at home, Chelsea at home, Burnley away, that's a horrible game. Spurs at home, Man United away. Yeah. I wouldn't there's be... not great fixtures, are there? I'd be moving great. on Podence if I were you, Phil. Well, I've got two transfers this week and um, no danger of either of you screwing my team over. So he may well go. Mm. Um, he, he's the nearly man. I know he's got me a goal every week, but he 
he always seems to get in good positions and get a shot away. But yeah, mm. Mm. weird one. So uh, so no Wolves players interesting you in that. But Watkins and Grealish are heading for for Villa. I'll have Grealish so. on my side. Yeah, I'll, I'll have him playing. He's been on the bench the last few weeks for me, but um, I've been burnt by that a, a number of times. So yeah, uh, Grealish to start for me. Then you've got Newcastle at home to West Brom. If Newcastle are fit, you've said you've Ooh. got two players in for Newcastle, Mike. Yeah, it's, a game I, it's a game I like because I think uh, you know, a lot of the team will, will be well-rested. Uh, we discussed the, uh, the potential effects of long COVID uh, last week, I think, but, um, but I suspect that won't be an issue. It doesn't appear to have been an issue for Zahar um, or Salah, uh, both coming back into the team and uh, returning with goals. So, yeah, I, th- I think Newcastle will be well-rested. Uh, I think it's a game they'll they'll be up for. Callum Wilson has a good record against West Brom. Uh, yeah, I just think all ends up, that looks like a Newcastle win to me. To me, it feels like a game that will be dreadful, but Newcastle will nick it one there with a late goal. Hmm. Probably, sure. from, probably from Callum Wilson, to be fair. How about United City then, 5.30? Poor, that's a tough one to call, isn't it? Really it tough is. one to call. Because United, have got a, they've got to win in, in uh, midweek in Europe, don't they? So they, they're going to have players that have really not had much rest. City mm. don't have to mm. do much. They can they play their B team or something, but United are going to be tired. I I can see a score draw in this one. I think United have actually weirdly struggled more at Old Trafford this year. I mean, obviously, they've, they've got this ridiculous stat, haven't they? They've, they've been at, um, behind in all five of their away games at half-time this season, and in every single one they've turned around and gone on to win convincingly in the second half, but yeah, the home form obviously, you know, Old Trafford normally the, the fortress, but it's not quite that that way this season. So, but I, I can't see City winning either, to be honest with you. Um, they they flattered to deceive, didn't they, against Fulham? Um, obviously, yeah. they only got a penalty, but you would expect City to beat Fulham more by more than two goals. Yeah, yeah, no, agreed, agreed. Yeah, I was. I mean, I know De Bruyne did did come in with twenty points as a captain, but you were expecting even more. I mean, he missed that. Really Do you have to keep going on about points I could have had if it wasn't for you two mugs? Let's I mean, see. you moan, but you still got the most points out of all, all of us, mate. So I mean, you're yeah. embarrassing yourself with that fact. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mares, I'm not touching. I've been burnt of Mares. Yeah, um, I think I'd probably look at City's defensive players more than anything else. Mm, Diaz, Diaz, I like. Yeah, set pieces. Uh, we've talked about Everton and Chelsea, so we might just skip over that if that's okay, lads, and move on to Southampton, Sheffield United. Um, oh. It's very oh, rare, it's... very rare that I want to see Southampton win a game, but little Chris Wilder in his bomber jacket, down on his horn, <laughs> down on his haunches. Oh, maybe you're not the next Eddie Howe, Chris. Maybe yeah. you're not. Well, I mean, they're, they're down, aren't they? I mean. 11 games in, they're gone, surely. You, you, you can't stay up having lost 10 of your first 11, can you? Well, what's oh. the... What else are they, how many points have they got? A one. One, they've, just a one. The single point they got against Fulham at home. Um, yeah, wow. they've not won a game yet. 11 games in, you know, as, as I've mentioned, you know, the, the bottom four are getting marooned, really. Especially... The thing is, the thing is with Sheffield United, um, obviously last year they were very defensive and everyone had Sheffield United defenders. It's amazing what you know what difference a season makes because if you had Sheffield United defenders now you'd be considered mad um, mm. but they're just two wins away from getting out the bottom getting out the bottom three so yeah but you can't really see where wins going to come from from them can you, you know when they've only got one point from 11 although it, says, it sounds easy to say two wins um, you can't see where they're going to come from at the moment can you you know Southampton away Man United at home Brighton away Everton home 
Burnley away is their December. Wow, I mean, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, indeed. You know, you, you look particularly at the Burnley, Brighton, and uh, I would probably suggest Everton games there if they're going to try and get anything. And if, and if they've not got much more than, say, four or five points <clears throat> come the new year, they've got, I mean, I can't see them staying up. Yeah I, can, I, yeah, I mean, you could genuinely see them going into the new year, having played, I don't know, 17, 18 games, whatever it'll be, and they could be on four or five points. Yeah. I, 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 I know it's 7th of December. Uh, if I could be the first of all social media and broadcast to say that uh, Chris Wilder will desperately hoping for a, uh, a three points of Christmas uh, because that, that's often wheeled out at this time of year. I, I think what they've got going for them is they have got seemingly one hell of a team spirit down there. And I don't see any cracks in terms of spirit. I don't see players falling out with one another on the pitch. I also don't see players that don't care. I think actually there is a togetherness still there, which, which maybe um, you might not have um, at teams, uh, you know, in, in a similar position in, in seasons gone by. Um, and I, I, yeah, I think they've got the wherewithal to be able to get out of it. It's, it's too contrasting to last season to just write them off. I think I, I, I get the form, the form is abysmal and that West Brom result for them a couple of weeks ago was a real nail in the coffin, but I don't, it's the final nail in the coffin and I'd love to see them go down, frankly, but, um, I've just yeah, I've just got a sneaky suspicion they'll 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 weed the way out of it. I actually I actually uh, quite like Chris Wilder. I think he's done a good job wherever he's gone. But I think this season, I mean, maybe it's just been a, a bit too far for him. I don't. So so on that then, Mike, if you're thinking Sheffield United are going to stay out, so who, who's your bottom three to go down then? What Westboro on Burnley for them? Yes. Okay. Burnley will get out of it. I've been saying. Yeah. I've been saying again, since I told you that Spurs are going to win the league, your bottom three is three from four. West Brom, Fulham. I oh. think Phil, Phil mocked me for saying, oh, well done for... Yeah, I'm going to mock you again. What a ridiculous statement. Of that they will remain the bottom four teams. Well, I, I, well, okay, name me a team that's going to drop into that. No, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that it's quite an obvious statement. Mm. Brighton are the only other one, aren't they? Because directly where Brighton is, then, you know, your Arsenal, your Leeds, Newcastle, Villa, I can't see any of them. Getting drawn in, I really can't. Barring Brighton, do create chances though. Yeah, they're pretty unfortunate tonight from what I've seen to be losing this game. So, but I mean, look. they're just an odd team, Brighton. They've got no standout players whatsoever. There's no flair. Uh, excuse me, Danny Welbeck might have something to say about that. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, uh, maybe Lamperty is their star man this season, but mm. they're just. There's. I look at their team and I'm thinking, sorry, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Like it's a very, it's a real hodgepodge of players. And don't get me wrong, they've done very well to to stay there, you know, as long as they have done Brighton. But uh, yeah, I feel like they're stealing stealing a place in the Premier League, really, for somebody that could be a bit more exciting. Fair enough. So just to confirm, uh, Southampton, Sheffield United, would you uh, home win? Home win. Agreed. Two uh, Danny Ings. Danny Ings. Yeah. Yeah, he's looked quite sharp when he's come on. Um, he? he's, working, he's working hard now. We're in the 89th minute, and he's still uh, he's still running down defenders and, and pressing. So yeah, T- I think tempted um, to get him in. Uh, no, because I've already made three changes, and I'm I'm trying to be uh, sensible. So um, uh, yeah, I, I I better not at this stage. I don't really like having more Southampton assets than than I desperately need to. Okay, uh, let's move on then. Crystal Palace or uh, Wilfred Sahar versus Spurs. Um, <laughs> 
what are you expecting from that one? Because um, Crystal Palace obviously only play counter-attack and fair, fair play to their man Zaha who I've bashed plenty of times on this podcast um, but Zaha's got 72 points now um, he's, he's looked very decent and at the start of the season I was saying because he, he had a rough year last year because VAR was introduced and he wasn't diving for as many penalties but actually this season he's, he's made me my words he's been very very good and he's 7.2 million I'm expecting bookings in this game. Mm. I'm expecting bookings and Spurs to nick it by one late on. Yeah, and it will be Kane or Son who will get that winning goal. Um, Yeah, I can't see Palace scoring. I know they scored five, but that was against West Brom. It would end 10 minutes at a time, so they've not scored many at home, have they, Palace? um, And if Spurs are genuine title contenders, this is exactly the type of game they've got to go and win. Would you be tempted to get any Spurs defenders in? Actually, you got Lloris in, Ant. Was that based yes. on anything other than the fact that you'd heard of him? Uh, that was uh, that was based <laughs> on the fact they were playing Arsenal, who can't score. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and I fancied him to keep a clean sheet, and I thought it was a perfect opportunity to get rid of Leno. Um, and it, yeah, it worked. It paid off. And and as, as you um, already mentioned, Spurs don't don't, don't concede many goals, do they? So. No, no. You do things slightly differently to certainly me and I, I think Mike, and that you have a semi. Um, oh, you have a semi. I thought, uh, <laughs> I thought that was his phone in his pocket. Thank you, children. Uh, you have a, a semi-expensive goalkeeper in your team, don't you? you <laughs> yeah, you. I, normally, I normally do. Yeah, I don't really know why. There's not normally a set plan there, but yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. It seems to be yeah. paying paying mm-hmm. off for you. I, I do normally have one of the bigger hitters in goal. Uh, don't ask me why, but because um, you know, arguably that money could be better off spent elsewhere. But yeah, I had Leno and he wasn't the cheapest. And he was five and a half, and I think the Reese is, is is a similar amount. But it's five and a half, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but Spurs are oh, good chance of Brian. Uh, but yeah, Spurs are. Um, I'll keep a clean sheet. So uh, so far, so good on that one. And uh, I think he'll keep another one on on Sunday. Well, he's the third highest point scorer. I suppose he's got fifty three points, Larice. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, good call. Uh, let's move on then to Fulham Liverpool. Uh, Captain Captain Salah. Well, I don't have him anymore. I took him out. Ah, that'd be a mistake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> certainly feels like one. Um, who, have you, who have you got in your midfield? Then literally just uh, oh, in my midfield. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me let me tell you what I do. Let me tell you that unfortunately, um, well, or fortunately, horizontal toasters are already a thing. Um, my. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been just checking that out. Um, in my midfield, I've got uh, four from these five. Uh, Yotta, we mentioned earlier. De Bruyne, Fernandez, Grealish, Rodriguez. Strong. But if you've got... Yeah, I would be playing all of them and have two strikers. Who, who, are, your two, who are your three strikers? Well, Calvert-Lewin, Vardy, Wilson. All right. Hmm. Strong enough. Have you got no defenders? Have you done that? Uh, my defenders are Reese James, Jamal Lewis, James Justin, and Walker Peters. There's a, there's a lovely moment. Um, what I, I meant to do this last night, actually, I'm going to do it now. Uh, James, uh, Reese James is on my bench. But if I. Ch- he, looks yeah. inc- he looks incredible. He is it's such good value. Yeah. So I've brought him back in now, and the slot that he fills, for whatever reason, and I'd love to know how they fill who goes where in, the, in your order across the back when you're picturing it. Um, but I've now got Rhys James and followed by James Justin. So it actually reads <laughs> James Justin. It helps me to remember um, nice. what way around his, uh, his name Love goes. That. 
Um, sorry, where were we? So yeah, so, so Liverpool captaining Liverpool. Uh, potentially Salah. And you've got Salah, have you? I've got Salah and and Yota, yeah. So um, I, I would have had Salah as captain, but as we now know, I will not get to pick my captain this week. Ah, yes. you. And I have a yes. feeling you won't be picking Salah somehow. <laughs> Who's in your defence then? <laughs> uh, uh, Justin Zuma, oh, yeah. Peters. Oh, okay, interesting. So uh, Justin. Zoom, uh, or competed, or all of them have not got terrible fixtures. No. Um, yeah, your, no. your team's looking pretty good. Uh, so next uh, Sunday night, you've got Arsenal Burnley. Uh, I mean, Arsenal have to win that, don't they? I, 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 as much as I don't particularly like Burnley, as, as we all don't on this podcast, um, I would kind of chuckle if Burnley went there and win. And to be honest with you, the way Arsenal have been, I wouldn't be that, that surprised, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be that surprised either, which is mad. Hmm. Uh, it feels like a Chris Wood winner for me. Mm. Chris on. Wood loves it, loves a game like that, doesn't he? Yes. Well, did he did he go off injured the other day? I think I saw um, Ashley Barnes come on. Uh, was it Ooh. Wood? It went off. I think it might have been. I think Ashley Barnes came on, and he when he hits his stride, Ashley Barnes. I mean, he hasn't scored for every year. I think they said when I was watching the game. But uh, when he hits his stride, he, he went on a mazy run of goals, didn't he, at the start of last season? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, he did. I, you know, if you wanted a real left field uh, punt this week, uh, you know, maybe uh, not Harvey Barnes, Ashley Barnes might be the one. Could be. So just just to cut across you there, just the final whistle there. Uh, 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 a victory that takes Saints to fifth. Ridiculous. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, Ashley Barnes, by the way, is uh, six million and he is selected by 0.1%. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to ruin it because we're, we're going to discuss this in a minute, but could he be somebody's punt? Uh, well, he could be. He could be because uh, the maths are in his favour. Uh, the Indeed. last game of the week uh, is not on Monday. It's on Sunday night. So we've got five games on Sunday. Oh, lovely wow. news. 12, 2.15, 4.30, oh, and 2 at 7.15. Uh, so we've got the choice at 7.15 of watching Arsenal Burnley or Leicester Brighton. Might advise you to watch Arsenal Burnley because Leicester Brighton's on Amazon Prime and I don't know about anyone else but I've seen online other people have got the same issue it is almost unwatchable on Amazon Prime it's so pixelated yeah it's not great is it weird isn't it all <clears> the other streaming services are fine yeah they're, they're not very good at it are they uh, it's weird it was nice they had Simon Thomas uh, hosting a game the other week mm. so that was a good thing but when it came to the game you could barely see it but it's Leicester Brighton it's the problem is with Amazon they're the feed goes into South America and then back out to us. Brilliant. He's here all week, people. He's not just great at punching. He's also good at that jokes. Amazing. And, uh, Jammy um, Dodger. Jammy Dodger's... Uh, and the advice on hot biscuits. I would seriously recommend... Yeah, anyway, look, I don't need to go there again. It's shame there's only eight in a pack of Jammy Dodgers. Uh, surely it used to be more. You want to check out mini Jammy Dodgers? Mm, they're not satisfying enough for me. Too small. Okay, not, enough, not enough jam. Agreed. The ratios are all out of kilter in uh, mini jammy dodgers. I believe I'm going to say this, but returning to FPL. Um, oh, hello. Yeah. Leicester uh, Brighton. Last yeah, game of the week. I just think that one is up to be, uh, again, low on goals because I think Brighton will dig in. They'll sit in. Leicester uh, are a counter-attacking team. So it's another one of those games where you're kind of waiting for someone to blink. Um, and yeah, I fancy Leicester maybe to sneak it, but I don't think it's going to be a great, a great watch. They've got I, seven seven wins and four defeats, Leicester. They don't draw games. No. Okay. I, I reckon this could be a real 
um, confident zapper for Brighton actually just in this. I mean, they are livid with that um, decision there at the end. And um, yeah, this would probably be a game they may have expected to get something. And then they were one the up, of course. So mm-hmm. I, I would expect, I agree with my not many goals, but I would expect Leicester to, to sneak that one. Hopefully Vardy will be in the goals. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I could watch. I really struggle to watch Leicester games because I haven't had Vardy all season and I, I really would love him <laughs> in my team. But I don't, yeah, I just don't like watching games where, especially in our sort of local mini league, I know that the person above me has got Vardy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There is that. It makes it hard. But I, I love the guy. He's a, he's a great player. I absolutely love watching him. But it's hard. It's a hard watch sometimes with Vardy. So anyway, that uh, that concludes uh, for us. Quite an in depth in depth look at uh, the fixtures this week. And uh, apart from Jammy Doggers, uh, quite a FPL theme podcast uh, for mm. a change. So uh, thank you uh, for that, uh, everybody, for sticking to the running order where we could. Uh, the punts, then, boys, punts. Uh, so just a quick reminder: you select a player with under two percent ownership. Please do join in uh, at, at FPL Threesome Pod on Twitter. Send us uh, your predictions for what players with less than two percent ownership will do well this weekend and then you could be picking Mike's captain next week you never know your luck (laughs) Um, so yeah just do that hashtag fantasy threesome punt Uh, I'll tell you my punt for this weekend is Theo Walcott oh you're going to regret that now that Danny Ings is back well he'll still be playing hopefully and he's got you know someone to set up now yeah I suppose so yeah he's enjoyed playing through the middle hasn't he well yeah he has but don't try and talk me out of it now. Well, no, I'm not going to. Um, yeah. well, Who are I'm you going, going for? I'm going Jack Harrison of Leeds. We've talked about him before. Mm-hmm. Uh, like me with a ponytail. Um, and uh, yeah, he's, he's had a couple of... Uh, the last Two of the last three game weeks, he's recalled, uh, re- uh, returned seven points. Um, so uh, yeah, I like the look of him at home to West Ham. Jack Harrison oh, yeah. is my punt. Anthony? I've gone for a Gigi Wijnaldum who scored uh, yesterday. He's only got about 1, 1.4% ownership. I you think. are so impulsive. You're like a little child playing this game. Oh, we scored. I've got to get him. Well, a, little yeah, child, well, a little child who's beating us both. But, um... yeah, exactly. Boys, he's, he's played 90 minutes in each of the last seven game weeks. He's away at Fulham. Confidence will be high after his lovely goal last night. This could be the week, boys. I finally win the pump. Mm. Yeah. i tell you what. i tell you what. Um, the... Uh... The issue, the issue we have with Anthony is that if, and I don't want to harp back to it, but I would be ahead of him if I chose my captain this week. But you know, let's not dwell. Mm, my detail, my friend. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, let's see what's happening here on the bonus points. Uh, no, Walker Peters didn't get any. No, no. he got he got me five points though, and McCarthy got three saves, so that's good. So three that saves means... and a booking though. Yeah, that's McCarthy got booking. Mm-hmm. Time wasting. Uh, what is he doing that for? So I can confirm that I ended up this week on ninety-two points. Very good, Phil. Mm-hmm. Very good. Which eleven more than me? By far my best week of the season. Um, yeah. So there we go. Very um, good, mate. Right. So uh, Anthony, you've done your punt. Mike, you've done yours. We're going for Jack Harrison. We're going for Gigi Wijnaldum. And I'm going for Theo Walcott with the beautiful hair. And please do join in 
Uh, don't forget, if you have listened all this way through the podcast, you can subscribe or follow, depending on your platform. If you've listened all the way through this podcast, give yourself a pat on the back. Absolutely. And uh, you can rate us on iTunes, uh, which uh, someone did at the start, uh, suggesting they have no idea what Mike talks about, but it's, uh, it's fun to listen to. And I'll take, I'll take a similar review. Uh, so, Mike, it just leaves us uh, to hear you see us out with a pun. Yeah, well, uh, thanks, Phil. Thanks, Anne. Everybody have a great week. Take it, Ebrakizzy. Oh, no, hold on. I do this every week. Oh, you yeah. take it. <laughs> Darn it. You mucked up what could have been good. Uh, have a great week, everyone, and take it Eberiki easy. <sighs> it's such a shame you mucked that up. But anyway, really have, a, have a good week, everyone. Bye. Bye Goodbye now.